Welcome back to Amanda here on CQT 90.3 FM here in Montreal. So after 37 years of entrenched ZANU-PF rule in Zimbabwe, things are suddenly moving at lightning speed. In the last week or so, we've seen Robert Mugabe fire his vice president, Emerson Mgagwe, the army stage a coup, and Mugabe resign. In two days, Zimbabweans will see the former vice president become president. You can't help but be deeply moved by the elation in the streets of Zimbabwe. But the storm clouds are already gathering as it becomes apparent that much of this has been about cleaning house within Mugabe's ZANU-PF party and actually shoring up its hold on power. Gertrude Hambira was the head of the General Agriculture and Plantation Workers Union in Zimbabwe before she fled for her life after producing a documentary critical of Mugabe's land reforms. She now lives in Winnipeg, where she has continued her human rights advocacy and really struggled to keep Zimbabwe on the map. Gertrude, welcome back to Amandla. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm happy to be back on Amandla. Did you ever think you'd hear the words come out of Robert Mugabe's mouth that uh, I resign? Never, ever. Hmm. Because uh, Robert Mugabe has always been saying, never, never, I'm going to die on the throne. I'm going to die a ruler of Zimbabwe. But uh, we Zimbabweans are people who are God-fearing. And this is the time our God has said, let it be done. It's not an easy walk to freedom. It's not a short walk to freedom. Yes, Robert Mugabe might be gone today, but the system which has led millions of Zimbabweans to be to leave their motherland is still in place. Yes, well, you certainly with your own story would uh, would really be able to, I think, enlighten our listeners about the degree, the, the entrenchment of the system. So I thought maybe we could kick off tonight with you talking a little bit about your story in Zimbabwe before you were forced into exile, the work you did, and, and why ultimately you were forced to flee with your family and or struggle to get your family here to Canada? Um, my story is a very long one, but I'll just uh, be brief in order to accommodate other issues. Uh, I was a human rights defender. I was the leader of the biggest trade union in Zimbabwe, the General Agriculture and Plantation Workers Union. Uh, the only female leader who rose to those ranks during uh, the persecution of white commercial farmers, during the persecution of uh, farmers, um, agriculture workers, and during the persecution of other activists who stood up to challenge the Mugabe regime, who stood up to challenge Zanupia from wherever they were. Um, when Mugabe was taking land from the white commercial farmers, he went out to various international pl pl platforms saying that they are correcting the imbalances between the blacks and the whites. Hence, there was no 
human rights violation. And as a leader of an organization which was based in the agriculture sector, a rural organization where uh, workers and village people have always been manipulated to support ZANU-PF. They've always been manipulated to, 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 to vote for ZANU-PF, even if it was against their will. We have been fighting, and we continue to fight even up to today, that the world knows that, uh, yes, we might have left the country, we might have been forced into exile, political and economical, but we will never stop to say we want back our freedom. We want back the rule of law. We want back the freedom of expression. We want back the rights of our children to go back to school. I used to be a children um, advocate uh, in the agriculture sector where child labor is very rife in Zimbabwe. I used to be a women's rights advocate. I used to be a trade union rights advocate. And yes, when I was called before the same army, which did a cool uh, coup, I was told that human ri- workers' rights are not human rights. Women's rights are not human rights. Yes, they said I need to be thrown in jail and be tortured to death. And I said the living God who took me to Winnipeg. But Gertrude, you know what? On the face of it, uh, when when Zimbabwe won its freedom back in 1980, there was such a terrible maldistribution of land between the uh, white farmers, the minority white farmers, and the vast majority of black Zimbabweans. So, you know, on the face of it, people would have thought that this would have that Mugabe moving to redistribute land would have been a positive move for Zimbabwe. So, what was it about that? Um, that policy that he brought in that was uh, that was so harmful for black agricultural workers? Um, I would say as a trade union organization, which was uh, rural-based, we have always advocated for land to the landless because the majority of farm workers working in the agriculture sector in Zimbabwe, they migrated from neighboring countries. And we are talking of a third and fourth generation which are not even known in their countries of origin, such as Mozambique, Zambia, Malawi. Mm-hmm. Yes, they made Zimbabwe their own country. All what was needed is to give them papers, documentation to say, you are now citizens of Zimbabwe. Yes, they continue to call them aliens, and they need to go back to their places where they came, their ancestors came mm. from. And I want to say that there was nothing wrong if land distrib- distribution was done to accommodate every Jack and Jill. The peasant farmers who are actually squashed in their villages, the farm workers who have not known any other home except the farm, where they have worked for so many years. Because the life of a farm worker has always been attached to the farmer. You lose your work today, you go and seek employment to the next farm. You lose the employment from the next farm, you do, this, do, do, you do the same. It has always been a vicious circle. 
And yes, the children who are born in that community, they don't know how the outside world looks like. If you ask them, we used to ask them when we were doing our research, what would you like to do when you, when you finish school? They will tell you that I want to be an irrigator. I want to weed the field. Because that, those are the kind of um, work which they have seen their parents doing. And we were saying that outside the farm, there is another world which the children can also be part of. Which the parents of their parents who are farm workers can also invest in their education Mm -hmm. outside the farm. And yes, now when the land was being distributed, the farm workers, the village people were not considered Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Yes, they lost their entire livelihood, which was attached to the farm, and they become landless and homeless. Okay, well, in the little bit of time we have left, I want to now move to the present and the future. Uh, Zimbabwe's main opposition party, the Movement for Democratic Change, has described Mugabe's resignation as, quote, a new beginning for everyone in the country. Um, As you so eloquently described here on this show some years back, the opposition has long suffered violent repression at the hands of Mugabe and indeed of his successor, Emerson Mungagwa. So what what is the opposition in any shape, do you think, now to seize this moment and help to effect real change in Zimbabwe? Uh, I would say I think I did allude in the beginning that uh, we have only removed an individual not the system mm-hmm. Munangagwa is part of the system which has led us to be in this part of the country Munangagwa has been, is, 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 has been is the part of the system which has led the country to, to crash we don't have any currency we don't have any any resources to run the country. We we don't the schools, the hospitals are just dying. There is no, nothing in the hospital. Yes, the people, those who can afford, are moving to neighboring countries. I would like to ask the opposition not to make that mistake to be in alliance with ZANU PF mm. because this is a beginning of uh, the continuation of our revolution which we have always been fighting to get rid of the ZANU system. So do you, do you consider, just we only have a couple of minutes left, but do you think, I mean, is the opposition now in a position to redirect this? Um, is the opposition perhaps going to come from somewhere else besides the MDC? We're seeing thousands, tens of thousands people, of people out on the street so elated with the removal of Mugabe and certainly perhaps some of them, you know, um, are unaware that it's simply a, a change of name with the same party in power, but perhaps are there others who uh, who recognize that it's 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 time to stay in the streets, it's time to push this further? Yes, I believe that it is time to continue pushing this further because we are not yet done until ZANU-PF is buried. Until ZANU-PF has said, no, we cannot rule this country. We cannot govern this country. Because, uh, like I said, uh, 
the same oppression tactics are going to be used by the regime. We partook into this demonstration because we wanted to get rid of this individual who oh. did not want to go, who, who was actually making the situation worse. Mugabe was already, Chinamasa has already indicated that uh, um, Mugabe was an internal pro problem, not a national problem. Those are indications which uh, the opposition need to, to think twice, to say, these people are actually using us. We need to continue with our own struggle, with our own revolution, until the entire system is gone. They need to be, the opposition our leaders need to be guided and stay out of the Zanukiev mess. Gertrude Hambira, thank you so much for joining us here on Amandla tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Good night.